Hey everyone, it's Karsten. I just wanted to give a quick thank you to our patrons before we get into the episode. If you're a consistent listener of the pod, I highly recommend becoming a patron at uh, patreon.com slash karscast. Not only because you get exclusive access to bonus episodes, Q&As, shoutouts at the end of every episode, and much more, but because you would be supporting us a ton. Because we, as you all know, don't we, we don't have sponsors. Uh, with all that out of the way, uh, please consider becoming a patron, patreon.com slash carscast, and enjoy the episode. Carscast. Uh, my name is Jeff. I watch movies sometimes. And I'm Karsten. I also, I also watch movies sometimes. You're listening to the Carscast movie cast. Hello. Welcome to the 70th episode of the Karst Cast Movie Cast. Cast. Yep. Jeff, what university did Bill Gates drop out of to start Microsoft, the company? Uh, I'm, I'm just going to go somewhere in California. I'm just going to say Stanford. Okay. Eh, not right, but instead Harvard. So. Well, you know, mine was a good guess. Solid guess, I think that was yeah. respectable. Right. right I, di- right. I didn't say like my my undergrad school. I didn't go like U- the University of Central <laughs> Florida. <laughs> it was the DePaul grad school. Yeah. For, <laughs> for film. Uh, oh, no, it boy. was it was Harvard. Um, few things. One, I look greasy today, and that may just be the humidity in the air, but it might just mm-hmm. be the lighting too. And it might j- I might always be greasy now that I think about it. But <clears throat> what if two. that's how you always looked in your YouTube videos? <laughs> just and like, this, and like people would just bring it up in the angle. comments. <laughs> yeah, look at this grease ball. <laughs> um, but second, today we're having a fun time. It's Saturday, and I have a glass of wine. And I have both a limeade and mm. a cold brew. See. Uh, I've converted my dad into someone who also drinks these, and since I'm home, he just buys them in bulk. Ooh, so and you just we have bought them, on. them. Well, they gave us a special koozie for this weird can shape because we buy so many of them. <laughs> That's awesome. You're you're on a first name basis, basically. Mm-hmm. I love cold brew. I I have mixed feelings. Like I I think I like cold brew more than hot coffee. Oh, I absolutely do. Yeah, because it's just I think it tastes better. I it think. does because it's well it's because you actually get to taste it where yeah. hot coffee you don't taste it it just tastes hot it's very hot yeah it's you, just you, like i'm burning my tongue but cool. that's also the pro and co- that's a pro and con with coffee right because right because it's hot it forces you to take your time and consume it at the at the pace True. you're supposed to and because cold brew you could down it and then be miserable yeah, well, I don't know about miserable, more like no, jazzed. Yeah. Jazz. Because this, in I've there's other flavors. This specific flavor, this can, which is like I don't know, eight ounces. Right, right, right. Is one and a half cups of coffee. Wow, that's uh, a lot in here, one can. It is. This is like the least amount. The other ones I have of this are uh, about two and a quarter cups. And you have like how many a day? Do you probably just have like one a day? Yeah, well, I, yeah, I just have one a day. Okay. This is my second one today, but this is the first time in my life I've ever had two in one day. Damn. I just did it because it's like a nice afternoon podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's nighttime for me, but yeah, afternoon. Well, it's earlier for you than it is me. 
actually yeah you're you're at 8 p.m so why did you yeah, say it's afternoon? just still it's still light out so that's why yeah, i was saying yeah. afternoon that's fair uh yeah what was i gonna say oh i yeah i've been having ikea coffee i picked up their coffee ground yeah at when i went to ikea and it's not bad it's got a nice dark chocolate aftertaste but uh yeah it's not bad um i just got a text by the way uh from jaxie because we made plans tonight to watch a movie and i was like yeah i record at six and this is all my fault we are recording at seven mm-hmm. instead yes. i told everybody we were recording at six so that i'd be done by seven thirty. so i was like hey we're not gonna we're gonna be fine and then and now everybody's mad at me uh, yeah but now i just want to be clear that yeah it wasn't my fault when we arranged the time i i put you put seven, seven central which yep. is your time i figured it would make it easier for you yeah absolutely no reason for why i should have been mixed up but i was and i'm gonna but we're both here now. so it's fine yep really the only people missing out are your roommates uh, yeah i uh well actually i'll talk to you about this after the podcast because it's just it's just boring <laughs> it's it's nothing bad um let's see i'm having a bad day i will say that it's been a bad day because uh, i my video that i'm really well it's not awful because i i'm really proud of this new video and mm-hmm. nobody's watching it uh, i always say that but today it's really bad it's like a very but and then i don't know if you well i don't know why you would like I posted this uh, review on Letterboxd of Anomalisa last night, um, basically like talking about how I don't think it's as good as I did the first time. Have you seen Anomalisa? I have seen Anomalisa. What do you think of Anomalisa? Um, so was this your second time seeing it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a film that I think would lose a lot after the first time. Yeah. Well, that's what I realized. Yeah. Um, but I mean, but that's not necessarily a negative of the film because I think that some experiences inherently can only be the same one time. Right, right. You know, where it's like when you go on a roller coaster, if you go on a roller coaster two times in a row, it you don't get like the same adrenaline rush. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I just like, I, I noticed a lot of flaw. It just wasn't as crazy to me. Like a roller coaster. It just wasn't the same the second time around. I thought it, Synecdoche, New York was better. It was a better Charlie Kaufman film as mm-hmm. a whole, like at what he was trying to do. Um, I just didn't I like it as much that. the second time around. And uh, everybody got very mad at me in the comments. Because first of all, everybody assumed that I changed my opinion because Jaxie and John hated it and I mentioned that in the review. And that's not why I decided I hated it halfway through the movie before we started talking. It's just been an annoying day of letterbox it's got over a hundred comments i think now uh just, wow just tearing well, me apart you know but, a lot of people don't have a hundred people to comment on their letterbox no a lot of so people think don't about have lives that. apparently yeah. <laughs> 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 just it's just been one of those days um and i look shiny and i went on a date today but uh like a, a day date yeah like a socially distanced um Mm-hmm. like hinge date and uh we just walked around a park and like kind of sat in this park and talked and uh i sh- i was in the shower this morning like shaving and i was like why am i shaving i'm gonna have a mask on the whole time um yeah it was fine i will just move i on. mean that is an interesting <laughs> like i mean we don't i assume you don't want to get too much into that but it is an interesting you know idea dating during coronavirus times yeah, well, I was, like, so anti it for a lot. Like, I was like, there's no point 
can't mm-hmm. go you can only go so far with a date and by that i don't even mean like sex and and stuff i mean like you can't really go in anybody's apartment that you don't right. trust fully so i was just and then i just i was reading more on it because i was like so like i want to go on a date <laughs> like yeah. I've, it's been so long um and a lot of people are making it work they just you go to a park or something like i did and it's you kind of feel it. It was it was interesting, I will say. Yeah, I think different. you can at least know if you're that like first level of compatible when you do yeah. that. Like you can know if you just like like each other as people. Right. Obviously, then you would need to wait for things to open up a bit more to like take that any further. Exactly. Yeah. You can. Only... But it still can be fun. I bet. Yeah, it's meeting another person, getting yeah. to know someone else. So that was. My Although, idea. I guess if you didn't have roommates, you could it, like it. That could alter that a lot because then you wouldn't be like risking getting other people potentially sick it's like you have to first of all you have to hit it off i feel like you have to gain some trust and you both have to be in living situations where you're alone basically and don't want to affect anybody else and then you can probably make it work but that is a lot of pieces Just because that started off sounding so normal. It's like, yeah, you both just got to like feel it out. You know, you got to gain each other's trust. And then you have to not contaminate each other with a virus. (laughs) Yeah. And that's love, everybody. Yeah. Because she's living with her parents. And I was like, I don't want to, you know. So. Yeah. That's fair. the day. Yeah. And now we're recording a podcast. To be honest, that doesn't sound like that bad of a day. It was no. It has not been a bad day because it was a good date, um, and the video people like the video. They yeah, just aren't watching it again. It's like a cult video. You know, the people who watch it like it. Um, yeah, I didn't fully complete the video, but now that I know that it's not doing great, I'm you gonna. Don't... I'm gonna after this ends, I'm gonna watch that video all the <laughs> you way. You don't through. need to. You don't need to. All yeah, I, that... I opened it and commented on the video, and uh, you, you did. Know, yeah, I, yeah, I, I did see the comment. Uh, and speaking of YouTube channels, I've been watching your videos. Yeah. If you wanted to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for anyone listening to this podcast that doesn't know, uh, I started a YouTube channel. Uh, I don't, I guess the way you would find it is just type Jeffrey Borslow. Yeah. I can also link it in the. Oh, do that. Yeah. I'll um, link it I'm in just... the description and put it in the comments. Yeah. Because at some point, one. whenever it's possible, I want to definitely start making actual content. But for now, um, every time I hit arbitrary subscriber goals that I'm not even setting, yeah, uh, I release a video thanking people for subscribing. It's um, great so content. Yeah. So yeah, I have three of them so far for 100, 200, and 300, and I'm like at, in the mid 300s right now, like 340 ish. Um, yeah. But I made a promise to someone in the comments where if I get to a thousand, I will do the thank you. For subscribing video with my mom mary lee borslow so if we can the get a thousand i still don't know what mary lee borslow looks like or sounds like so that's mm-hmm. exciting yeah no and uh, i i've kept it that way on purpose <laughs> for the big reveal <laughs> i love how like most people are like face reveal at 1000 but yours yeah. is like my mom reveal mom. at one yeah maybe at 800 i'll i'll have her just paraded around with a blanket covering her so you can't see her <laughs> just a, a sneak and like in like today's newspaper behind her yeah <laughs> how's that wine it's good i haven't had wine in a long time so it is a little it's like this is i'm drinking uh, josh 
I actually have the bottle in my room. I'm not. Gonna, it, wait, it's called Josh. It's just called Josh. In wait, it's it's actually kind of funny. Um, yeah, it just says Josh. Josh. Yeah, it does say Josh. <laughs> yeah. That looks like a bottle for that you would find at someone's wedding. Yeah. Where it's like Josh and Anna celebrate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in big cursive font. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I, I, haven't I hope had we, a lot uh, of wine recently. No, it's not like a. I feel like casual drink. I don't well, know why okay. I got it. <laughs> when I was when I was in Poland, I was actually drinking like wine every day because at the like supermarket near where I was staying, mm-hmm. you could get this bottle of wine that was like kind of good for twelve gelati, which is about four dollars US. Wow. Um. So it was like so cheap for a bottle. I'm like, yeah, why not? Yeah, that's awesome. I I had a lot of wine in. My on my Europe trip too. Every day I yeah, come home I from think, Yeah, France she, definitely feels like a wine country. Oh yeah. It was the norm. I was offered a glass every day. Uh but yeah. Anyways, I guess that's um And now you have the wine and I have a cold brew and also a limeade. One on each <laughs> side. I don't know why I have them positioned. Literally one on each side. So like I have to use my left hand. I, I keep switching because I'm holding this microphone as well. So when I want to drink a different one, I have to switch hands on the microphone and then pick up the other one. It's like driving a car, all the different mm-hmm. controls you got going on. Yeah. What what a day. What a day. Um that's the well, thing. it feels like your day has only been like going up, if anything. Oh yeah, it's gonna end. You, you have some days that start like really high and then go down, and then you go to sleep not feeling good. But your day, it started kind of like middle low, and it's just been shooting up. I mean, you got to be on yeah. this podcast. <laughs> on my own podcast, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it should be a good day. I hope. Um, it's not too late to turn things around. Um, it's still afternoon, as we established. <laughs> yeah, this is an afternoon podcast at seven p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, okay. Should we get into the movie? Uh, yeah, I think it's probably time. People, with the title of this podcast yeah. being what the movie title is, probably people are expecting that. I, okay, keep talking. Okay. Yeah. You, you had so a lot to say. Got unplugged. Headphone got out. I was watching The Mouth. I was like, okay, Jeff's yeah, got a well, lot to say about whatever see, it's he just said. interesting because what I was saying was a bunch of nothing. So uh-huh. if you didn't even mention it, I would have stalled perfectly. Oh, fuck. Then we All had right. to, yeah. Well, then we'll just move on. Today... We're talking about Palm Springs. This new, it is the talk of the town, at least on my Twitter feed. Uh, It's like, probably because it's like the only, I say this every time we talk about a 2020 movie, but like, this is, I feel like the first like widely talked about film of the year. Like people are really digging it. It's on Hulu. It's directed by Max Barbacow. First time feature. This is his debut. And uh, it's about... Uh, well, this is the plot synopsis. Stuck in a time loop, two wedding guests develop a, a budding romance while living the same day over and over again. So, yeah. It's one of those movies. I think, you know, it's kind of like Groundhog Day. Which Yeah, I think, I think that's probably the comparison that every single person has made yeah. in the world. And, again, you had to make it. Like, it was obligatory. I had to. Everyone, for because sure. if I didn't, everyone in the like comments would be like, Oh, uh, have you guys heard of Groundhog Day? It's kind of similar to that. So we yep. have. Um, you know what you're doing as a content man. Yeah. <laughs> I've been through this a few times. <laughs> you, uh, don't, you don't want 100 comments on this on this letterbox review as well. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, it stars Andy Samberg, which we'll get into, and Kristen Mil- Milioti. 
She's pretty new. I have not seen her in a lot. She was in Wolf of Wall Street. She was the mother in How I Met Your Mother. Oh, shit. Okay. Which which means she didn't appear until, like, the final season. Yeah. Wait. Cause because she, of the way that straw was structured. Is she the mother that he meets? Yes. Spoiler alert. The mother that How He Met. Okay. Okay. Mmm. <laughs> mmm. Wine is not that good. Anyways. <laughs> you, you didn't have my Poland wine, which was actually from California, but I can't, you can't buy it in the U.S. It doesn't make any okay. sense. It was really cheap. It was called Jackrabbit, and I it, they don't sell it anywhere that I've ever seen in the U.S., even though it's from California. That it doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. So how can you ship it all the way to Poland, and it still only costs $4? Yeah. That's stupid. I feel like wine... I've only had Riddle good wine that. in California... And in Europe, and uh, this this Target wine that I got, this Josh, it's fine. <laughs> we, we hate Josh. Josh is canceled. <laughs> no Josh is allowed on this podcast. Um, yeah. So, anyways, this is where do I even start with it? I I really liked it for the record. I did too. I had a blast with this movie. I figured you'd really like it. Um, like, what are, what are your general thoughts that you want to get out of the way first? Okay, so it's this is a very fun film. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it's a nice like quick watch as well. It's only ninety minutes. Yep. Um, which I think was the perfect 90. length. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it felt like the perfect length. And we've talked about like some comedy films we've seen recently that they should have been closer to ninety minutes, and they ended up being like two hours. Yeah. Uh, Forty-year-old virgin. Forty-year-old um, virgin. <laughs> yeah. And. Yeah, the thing is that this film on the face is like kind of deep, but it's not really. <laughs> no, no, it is like it. On it it feels like like it it just touches on a couple deep subjects, mm-hmm. and then it just kind of like brushes them aside. Yeah, like this film is so good in that it doesn't let anything get in the way of the synopsis and the concept mm-hmm. and. When you do that, you get a really good, like, well executed, like, film. You know, like, yeah. it, it no. just works so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I wasn't saying that as a negative, that it, it wasn't necessarily deep. I mean, I think that if anything, it, this film knew exactly what it was trying to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just, it's just a very easy watch. Like, this film would be very easy to rewatch. Oh, yeah. Which, I, to be I fair, you actually do it. rewatch. A lot of it within the film because it's about a time loop that's true yeah <laughs> it's <laughs> i yeah i immediately like was just so on board with it mm-hmm. um i think it gets to the plot at the perfect time it does get like right into business kind of oh like, it, it goes it right away waste no time at all and you're like oh we're already doing the thing uh yeah i i just thought because it when i was thinking it through some of the concepts, like, I feel like on paper, I would be very intimidated going into this film that, like, this could turn out mm-hmm. so messy and so stupid. It could be so stupid. And it is, like, riding that line, but it yeah. never feels dumb. Yeah. Well, the thing is, Andy Samberg, as an actor, does a great job at making things that are stupid work for the purpose of comedy. Yep. So I think Absolutely. a lot of other people cast in this role, the film would have felt dumber, but... With Andy Samberg, there's always an implicit level of dumbness that you expect. Yeah. And it's just like he kind of makes it work. Yeah. If we got like a 2010 Adam Sandler 
as the lead in this, it would probably be a bad film. You know? Yeah, I think so. Uh, but I do want to talk about Andy Samberg, unless you had mm. something else to say. No, yeah, I was just... So I, I put my letterbox review in right before with this podcast, and so okay. I never turned off notifications. So you got and 99 comments? Big, yeah, I'm not big <laughs> on Letterboxd, so, but I'm, the thing is, like, I'm probably, like, top 10,000 or something as a Letterboxd member, because I have over 1,000 followers. You're pretty high point, up there. Mm -hmm. Which is sad, because it says, my reviews are, like, one sentence and say nothing of interest. If... I don't think you understand how Letterboxd works. That's the exact type of thing that'll take you to the top. <laughs> well, it feels like that's like what some people enjoy, and it's but then there's like this whole other sect where it's like they are like, no, this has to be a review that's worthy of being printed in a newspaper. Yep, that's that's most it's like of the, the warring factions that hate <laughs> me. Yeah, but the thing is, they still follow you, which is very interesting. Yeah. Okay, this one guy. Let me just say this really quick, and then I'll stop talking about this. But I was looking at the comments right before I got here because I wanted to see if there was anything funny. And this guy who's been all over the thing, I would just like to say I'm living in this man's mind completely rent-free. Mm -hmm. But he was like, uh, what is it? He's like, some people can like Carson. I just don't. Uh, he says... To be clear, I'm not saying people aren't allowed to have fun on this platform, but there are people who write serious analysis and reviews on here that are legitimately great and aren't recognized for it, which is just sad, really, considering Carson is so successful and can't write or make a review to save his life. <laughs> and I'm just sitting here with my Josh wine. <laughs> You're like swirling this wine. Yeah, just Whole Foods glass. Uh, you're like blotting your your face, my, yeah. your oily your the oily, oily face, face with with printed out YouTube analytics. <laughs> Figuring out what to say about this date that I had yeah. today. Now, I want to be clear for everyone listening at home. Um, this this nice guy act that Carson has, <laughs> it's 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 actually it's not an act. He's actually very he's very pleasant. Ah, yeah. Thanks, Jeff. Like, I was expecting that Carson, to like be Carsten. a roast. No, I yeah. I'm, if anything, more obnoxious, I think, around my friends than I am online. You've seen me at parties. Jeff, there's a I photo have, yeah. of us taken on, like a, a, on a film camera that was, like, developed. It's a black and white photo of us at, a, I think, a Halloween party, like, way before the podcast. Uh -huh. And I think it's a great photo. I should send it to you. But Yeah, send it to me. Yeah. I just I came across it the other day, and it's so funny. Um, Anyways, because you're wearing, like, anyways, a really we... small outfit. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but Andy Samberg, back to yeah. the point. He has been in so many films that have just completely like bombed, and mm -hmm. where I don't feel like a lot of his not only comedic potential but like dramatic talent like was able to shine fully. And I don't think yeah. this is by any means like a best actor scenario. But I think oh no, absolutely not. But it it's a best Andy Samberg scenario. Absolutely, it's like such a great like he works perfectly in this film uh and is not too stupid like he's not your typical like stereotypical andy samberg performance where he's like oh yeah <laughs> it's not a, he's not hot rodding it no definitely not definitely not Which is funny, that, that, that yeah, hot rodding actually works because that's a real thing you can call someone it just happens to be the name of the film as well because you can call what? someone a hot rod when they're being like a show-off yeah but, you're right but in this i just mean he was he was dumb and hot rod mm-hmm and argumentative but this he actually is like a fairly complex character yeah yeah 
because he's carefree but as the film unravels you're like right. that's why he is you, yeah he's carefree because of lived experience not just because he's innately boring and dumb. yeah there's just there are a lot a of decision. layers yeah there's like layers to his what he's doing because yeah. he's like confident and very sure of the world around him but he's also like so like depressed mm-hmm. and so funny it's just he's doing a lot without like being so dramatic about it and i think it just fits perfectly with the tone of the film yeah um and the same goes for Kristen miliotti uh she was or miliotti they, one of the two miliotti whatever we're uh, we're not the Carson cast pronunciation cast <laughs> we learned that a long time ago yeah <laughs> uh they both of them had like great chemistry too as yeah. characters in this film uh so yeah, I'm I'm glad we got a good Andy Samberg movie. Yep. Now yeah. another part of this film that I thought was interesting is how much of like a mystery film it was. Yeah. Where yeah. it just gave you all these specific pieces and like it was just revealing like random bits and the parts that were revealing were obviously like in non consecutive or like I guess consecutive order. Mm-hmm. They were they were in not consecutive order because it's a time film. So the things you would learn things that happened early in the day, you know, at different times. You, I don't know if this is making any sense. No, it's making sense. Yeah, but yeah. So it was just a really interesting aspect of the film that I wasn't really expecting. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like the J.K. Simmons character coming up. Yeah, and then like the way they they were very patient with him, like when they use him and when they don't, because they introduce him and then I'm like what's going to happen and then they don't really bring him back until later and it's like such a great payoff like the ways he keeps coming up i also just had no idea he was in this and he's so funny in it yeah like jk simmons is such a great comedic actor i'm so glad when we get him in roles where he's able to kind of embrace that uh so yeah all honestly great performances all around and i think like I'm, i'm sure you're on the same page as me with this but seeing like and this was what my letterbox review was seeing Connor O'Malley, who's yeah got one of the funniest Twitter accounts, like right. ever. Seeing him in a movie this big, getting this much screen time, and really like being Connor O'Malley was so satisfying. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah Connor O'Malley is uh, is also like from Chicago. Really, I didn't know. Yeah, because he used to do a lot of improv with like people that I did film stuff with. That's cr- oh wow, that's cool. Yeah, because he did like a lot of stuff at, like the Annoyance Theater. Damn. Yeah, just a little you know Chicago cool. connection. Yeah, it's really cool. I uh, yeah. Anyways, um, but yeah, his his Twitter is great if you have not seen it. I, you never forget your first Connor O'Malley tweet. <laughs> <laughs> like mine was the those videos he was doing. I forget on who with the like. Go oh yeah, he's done face so many and, of those. Yeah, yeah. Where, yeah. I've been watching his live streams recently, where he bikes around New York in a Joker mask <laughs> and does a late night talk show host on the mic. It's really funny. Um, anyways, I also love this—the fact that this takes place in Palm Springs, because mm-hmm. as someone who have you ever been to Palm Springs? No. Okay. Have it, you? Like, yeah, I've been like a few times in my life i went recently this year and it's like it's such a weird like kind of 
just shitty. It's not shitty. It's like a giant retirement home kind of with this mm-hmm. weird. It's like a so weird like utopia. Florida. Like you, yeah. That's why I was surprised <laughs> you hadn't been there because I was like, this is like Florida in the desert. Uh, but I just I wish there were more movies based in Palm Springs that utilized what it is, and I think this film did that so well. Yeah. Palm Springs, like in my head, I just think of the pink flamingos in like a lawn. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's just really bright colors everywhere and and people that have no care of what's happening outside of that city. And uh, yeah, I think it's so funny that a film like this takes place because that just adds to the concept. Like, what if you were stuck in a time loop in Palm Springs of all places? Right. It's so funny. Yeah, it's, uh, it's so interesting, like the way where it's like you could only ever go anywhere that was like within distance yeah. of not falling asleep <laughs> right so you yeah you're in, in the middle of the desert so that's yeah. adds so much to it. which to be fair at least it was a nice day yeah imagine I'm just, just like as, the one yeah. rainy day in- <laughs> right yeah um i really liked the cinematography too um there's that one shot of him laying in the pool where it's like pretty much all pool but then like his little face at the bottom kind of looks center. like the graduate sometimes with some of those shots that's a good point yeah yeah with them in the floaties and stuff um recent pod I, film oh yeah that's <laughs> i already <laughs> forgot uh <laughs> um yeah i i think it like it's just it works for the sake of the film but yeah. it also feels kind of delirious at times which really like works in that favor of like things are nice but they're not right um yeah i don't know this is a really like tight and sharp film that i think is doing everything right (laughs) yeah i was there any parts of the film that you were not as keen on not not that i can think of but i i wouldn't give this like and we're jumping ahead of a bit but i wouldn't give this like a five out of five and i'll explain later but i can't think mm-hmm. of any specific thing that was really not yeah. working now my and this isn't even really a spoiler but um my only like one time where it kind of took me out of it was when they were sitting on the side of the highway after like the police encounter oh yeah yeah, yeah. and andy sandberg has this like speech where it's just this really on the nose analysis of what's happening <laughs> where he's like yeah like everyone else's day like ends but like our day continues and like we remember what happened to us yeah so think about that before you act <laughs> i'm like yeah we already we already knew like, that us, one as the audience we processed that a while ago yeah i would say i i agree with that i think it does explain itself a little too often i think it's necessary sometimes but it definitely uh doesn't leave a lot of room for interpretation yeah this yeah this film is not for people who want to analyze films which i guess is what we're doing yeah <laughs> it, it it's really like you can only interpret this film one way yeah which is it the way it sets it up for you um yeah <laughs> <laughs> i i think it's still a fil- fun film to talk about that's the yeah thing, oh, for sure it, it is See, a, i think talking about a film and analyzing it are two different things exactly and that is something Thank you for saying that, because so many people on Letterbox don't realize that, and I said, and right. we're gonna stop that there. Um, <laughs> what was I gonna say? Uh, yeah, my thing about this is kind of has to do with that, where it's like, yeah, this film 
kind of what I brought up earlier. Like it's it's doing nothing to get in the way of the execution. Like it's it's very straightforward and very entertaining, and that's kind of it for me. Um, I don't necessarily empathize heavily with anything going on here. Uh, I don't because it is like a very unique situation that we cannot fathom. No, nobody's been through this that we know of. I mean, it could be a secret. What if we're having the same day every day and we just don't know it? <laughs> We've been recording number 70 for weeks now. <laughs> what if that happened, but it was with, like, most valuable primate? Oh, God. <laughs> That'd be so bad. Just got to talk about most... I'm like, yeah, there was that scene. We've already talked about it. <laughs> Thing would... It would suck because if we're talking about it, like like what happened in this film we're we're always long distancing so to get you to understand where i'm at i'd have to get wherever you were yeah it would be hell uh that's a movie well i guess it's already here in this movie but (laughs) (laughs) someone should make a time loop movie um yeah i will say this is a great uh quarantine movie um, out mm-hmm. of everything because they're that's... outside all the time. Yeah, that's the, that, that's the thing, right? You're at they're at a party, which is the thing you can't do. They're at a wedding, yep. which is like a big outdoor big wedding. Thing you can't, yeah. Which is like a big party that, mm-hmm. and they're also just outside constantly. Yeah. Um. So that's my reason why it's a good quarantine movie. So uh, I'll let you also say why it's a good quarantine movie since you're the one who brought that point up. Well, I think you said it yourself. I think that's the one. <laughs> I just I just co-opted that whole like line of thought. Yeah. I just think like this idea of being stuck in the same thing over and over again with someone and trying to recognize why it's important to have someone in these situ- like in this space of isolation. I think it's cute and it is it we it's weirdly relevant like very it's kind of a stretch to relate this to quarantine but it's also not because it yeah. does feel like everybody's experiencing the same thing every day okay that's a better point than the one i made mine is <laughs> i was like watching I'm like i wish i could do that and yours is more of like a cerebral like well, concept of like same day <laughs> happening so yeah that's that's that makes more sense than mine i'm just like yeah i wish i yeah. could go outside i want to go to a wedding Man, I've never. I, you go to a lot of weddings. It seems like. I mean, you're also at that. Uh, age, yeah, I'm not I invited like. to most of them. <laughs> I just show up. It's like wedding crashers, but like they're like, oh, Jeff. I'm is not here. trying to like, you know, do stuff like that. I yeah, just mean like yeah. I just like you just like drinking at open bars. Yeah, which I think is what that movie was. I don't I actually. I've seen that movie, but I don't remember. That's why. not what that movie was about. Okay, never mind then. I then I need that's, to rewatch that. That's movie. why I was avoiding that. That's that movie was about them like tricking wedding people at the wedding to like sleep with them. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's not what I thought. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, I saw that movie as a kid, <laughs> which is actually probably not something I should be watching as a kid. Yeah, that's not a kid's movie. My mom was like, "We'll just put it, leave it on the TV," and. <laughs> But she and, was so and Wedding strict. Crashers was your parent for two years. Yeah. Just every day. <laughs> it's weird. My mom let that happen, but like I really wanted to see Juno when it came out for some reason. Because my mom listened to the soundtrack to it every day in the car and I was like, This this seems fun. And my mom was like, No, you're not watching Juno. Even though I was like fourteen and it was PG thirteen. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah. No. So Yeah, anyway. Michael Sarah's a bad influence. 
Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's done so much bad. Uh, <laughs> we should get Michael Sarah on the podcast. Anyways. I mean, I, so I'm topic. impressed that you think we have that much pull. We don't. Yeah. <laughs> we, could be, we couldn't even okay, get I have, the Numa. Yeah, we couldn't even get the Numa Numa guy. Uh, no. So I have a question for you. Okay. If you were in that situation, how many days would you want to be stuck in the same day over and over again? I because was thinking, yeah. it would be fun for a while. It would be. I, I thought about that during the movie because, and I think that movie like embraces that with like the montage and like it's yeah. doing everything you thought of. It's addressing, and I like that about it. Um, but to answer your question, I don't know, like th- uh, three months maybe. I feel I like think more than that because there's so many things you could do with it. You know. Yeah, that's the thing. I thought so much about like at what point do I want out. And I'm like, I would, I think like two years. That's a long time. But there's so many things you could do. Yeah, you're limited to, you know, the however long you can stay awake. Yeah. But when it doesn't matter, you can also do lots of drugs that will keep you awake. That's true. Yeah. I, my immediate thought with it was like, how far can I like fly across the world while staying awake? Like, where can I go? And then, yeah. But it's like it's one of those where it's like I'd end up in Paris and then fall asleep and then yeah. not even get to experience Paris. Yeah. Um, now, um, should, we probably should do like a spoiler section, right? Um. Yeah. Do you have spoilers to talk about? I mean, I had a spoiler adjacent thing I was just going to say. Okay. Then, yeah, we'll do and, right here. If you want to skip the spoilers, go to 42 minutes, 40 seconds. Thanks. Okay, so this is a dumb reason to have a spoiler warning, if I'm honest. Okay. But um, what bothers me in these kind of films is when you're stuck in a loop like this for an infinite amount of time, you don't, like, the people in the film, and they don't make plans for, like, the best way to get out of the loop. They just go for it right away. Yeah. The way you would do this properly is you would stay awake for a long time, get results of like future events and then gamble on it when you get back to reality so you get a bunch of money but like what is the money like yeah it'd be well i'm just are you saying you you know how to get out of it first because like the money yeah. doesn't oh, mean yeah, anything yeah, but i'm saying that but like once you no once you get out of it i'm saying like you, yeah. you make the plan for once you learn how to get out of it you should have like a you can use this to your advantage Right. You're right. And you're also, right. It, it also never said that, like, when they blew themselves up, obviously, I guess they weren't, like, just, like, their clothes didn't, like, disappear. So I guess they could just go to a casino until they win a bunch of money, stash it all on their person, and then do the thing. So I think that's, that's the move. Yeah. Because you have an infinite amount of time to win at a casino. Mm-hmm. Again, I know this is a stupid point. No. This is actually not a the point of the film. But you're right. I think that, no, no, you're actually completely right. That's a great point because that would have been just a, it could have been just a small gag that they would have acknowledged right. and it could have and been funny to look at. That's absolutely something when you, because again, movies are condensed, like time is condensed so much in a film. Yeah. In actuality, after this, like they realized how they could get out of this, they would have still been sitting around for hours and hours. So you would think they would come up with like, the best way to get out of it and just like yeah. yeah might as well get a bunch of money if to maybe have if we don't die yeah 
That's a good point. I'm not going to dock the film for that, but I think that's a yeah. good point. Yeah. Oh, I don't think it makes the film worse. It's just, <laughs> no. you know, it's like a minor point. A waste of potential. Of, yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's more cool. of just like a, a, an issue I have with the script where they didn't do that. Well, that's a good thing to know if we ever get stuck in this situation. Right. So I'm glad yeah. you brought no, that. that. I'm and the one. I listening. think through all of our exit strategies. I'm the guy. Yeah. I... <laughs> I love that we assume like you and I specifically will be the ones getting stuck. <laughs> we did that, and that's where we record the same podcast over and over again. Yeah. Although I guess if we were the ones aware that we were stuck, we wouldn't keep doing the same podcast. <laughs> we would figure out something we're just else. Really to do. angry, and we keep showing up talking about. <laughs> we don't have to do this. Yeah. We're like, yeah, and for some reason, in the third period, no one realized that it was a girl playing hockey on the ice instead of a chimpanzee. <laughs> man um cool well i think that's like most of what i have to say okay do you have anything else to say about that involves like the ending because that would be a really dumb reason to have a spoiler alert if it's just that one thing i said i really don't i just i I well besides the fact that i think it's cool that it was like a a goat that led them to the i thought that was funny i mean it's awful they killed the goat but like Mm -hmm. it was an interest creative idea so what about you what do you have to say um, I kind of think it could have been an interesting film. It wouldn't have made. It would have been a different film. But if because mm-hmm. you once it kind of got to the the ball was rolling on this whole exit strategy, yeah. you knew that it was going to work because yeah. of the type of film it was. Mm-hmm. I just think it could have been interesting if they died. I <laughs> would have yeah. been unexpected. It could have been a little bit funny too because it would have been very unexpected. Like the film just ends. Yeah. <laughs> That would have been actually, I I am not opposed to that idea at all. You're you're putting up some good points today. Uh, yeah. <laughs> honestly, would have, there would have been like an Ocean's Eleven like casino like heist for them, yeah. and, then they, and then they blow themselves up and then they die. That's the ending of the film. Apparently, I'm asking for. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I'm full of letter. ideas today. Yeah, we should write this movie ourselves and remake it. And then everybody's like, well, yeah. We, we just film our own ending and then send it to the Lonely Island. Cut to the credits. I'm like, um, this is what it should have been. <laughs> Idiots. Someone edited the uh, Toy Story 3 ending. It's on YouTube where they did it as a prank where the movie ends with like the whole gang going into the like fire. And then it just fades uh. to black and then the credits are and then the mom's reacting to it and she's like, What? <laughs> and it's like do 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 Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, yeah. uh well that does it for spoilers then. If unless we have anything else to say. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Uh what are you feeling for a score? So I gave it a four point oh. That's what I gave it. Yep. This is like such a four out of five. This movie. is the most four out of five movie yeah. I think I've ever seen. <laughs> like right after it ended, I'm like, easy, four out of five. Yeah. Easy. What time it's of day an... though? You I almost forgot. <laughs> um honestly honestly, I'm gonna say like nine PM. Nine PM. Not it's it's not prime time, but this is a late night movie to watch with your friends. Like this is such yeah. a great group movie at night. Or with a date, yeah, or with like, For you sure. know, it's it's a great nighttime movie. I think you could even push it later, like even like ten, because it's such yeah. a short. 
Yeah, so. you're right, actually. End the night with this. Yeah. End at eleven thirty, then you know, maybe if you're still up for it, you just pop on like the switch, play some play some smash. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I haven't that's played Smash right in a there. long time. Maybe um, that's what you should do. Watch the movie you're going to watch after this and then play some Smash. Play some Smash. Because cool. you need to practice because I did beat you that one time. <laughs> I was also, I think, wine drunk that night. So we <laughs> we're going to move on. Um, well, that does it for the movie. We should probably move on to questions, wouldn't you we say? Should. That's um, usually how this goes. Yeah. So we have some fun questions today. Uh, they come from the CarsCast subreddit. If you'd like to get in on the action, go to r slash CarsCast. There's a new question thread up, question thread four, full of new questions. Yeah, sometimes we pop on there as well. Like uh, like a day or two ago, I went and just like responded to some threads. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay, someone was like, well, okay, I said in a stream that like we would talk about the SpongeBob movie eventually. And they were like, someone took that as we're watching it like next week or this week. They're like you, they said, and and then you commented. Right. You were like, "What?" And I was like, "Ah, I never." <laughs> <laughs> the point is, we're gonna talk about it eventually, but we're gonna leave you. It's gonna come when you least expect it. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, "What?" Uh, Although to be fair, when they would least expect it, would be like right now because you just yeah. said we're not talking about it. <laughs> but we're still not talking about it now. Yeah. Um. So let's see. Uh. This first one comes from Triple X. Uh, no Obama. It is, uh, it's Jeff with, er, with it, it, well, okay. <laughs> there's a question for Jeff. There's a question for me. It is, and this is actually double question. I'm going to ask it and then explain why I chose this. It is Jeff with nearly 300 subscribers. What is it like being famous? And Carson, what is it like knowing someone who is famous? Um, and I'm asking this one because I wanted you to talk about the channel, but I guess we already kind of talked about it, but you should answer. No, thank you for, I understand the reason that you picked that one, even though it makes you seem cool because it's, uh, it's making fun of my channel a little bit, but I appreciate, you know, just kind of like the, the promo, um, everyone, you got to follow my channel on YouTube. I got to get to be as big as Carson's channel, even though all I post is thank you for subscribing videos currently. Yes. He needs to do that. Which he does not post, to be fair. No. I did post a thank you video for 100,000 that has since been deleted. I don't know if there's any diehard fans here. Uh, Why? But it was me dancing to a song in Photo Booth. And I was just dancing to it for the length of the song, not saying anything. But it just said, thank you for 100,000 subscribers. And, and it was, you, did you just get embarrassed enough like, yeah, after a while? Yeah, I thought it was so good at first. Um... And everyone else was like, this is adorable. This is so cute. But then some people were like, he's going to regret this in two years. And they were right. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, this is stupid. And I deleted it. But I think for any diehard fans, I'll bring that video back for when I hit like half a million or something. So nice. Which will be really soon with your current growth rate. Well, it actually maybe not. But (laughs) we'll see. Uh, Let's see. Uh, this next one comes unless you had anything else to say about that. Uh, nope. Cool. This next one comes from Stop Motion Samurai, fan favorite in the uh, subreddit, and it is. I guess this is kind of topical, and I actually haven't had time to think about this, so we might skip this one. But it is worst date story. Uh, do we have? Well, any- it's not topical, luckily for you, because yours was not. The Mine worst. was good. Yeah, this was not a bad date by any means. I'm trying to think of. I, well, okay. Well, never. 
<laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> just a long gap of silence. I'm trying to think of like what is. I had a what. Does a one night stand count? Because I had a um, one. <laughs> not necessary. I don't know. Okay. That's, I guess that's up to you if you if it was bad. It's, it's a bit of a day. It wasn't bad. It was just weird, because she was in my uh, public speaking class. And we weren't done with the class when it happened. So I just had to go up there and, like, give a speech. And then, like, we had to critique each other because that was part of the class. And I was like, yeah, nice speech. It was just, it was just, it's a, it's, it was a bad situation altogether that I wish didn't happen. But it did. Yeah. And that's what, did, the only like, one night stand the, I've ever had. Was the approach there, like, so you like public speaking, too? <laughs> I liked how you were speaking publicly in that class. <laughs> you, uh, to be fair, I think did really well. I think she did like an awful job. She was she had a really bad final, and I was like, Ugh. but <laughs> I was like, but hey, I like the pronunciation of that one word. Um, yeah, I was not good at that class for the record. I was really bad. I think I gave my speech on like why going to the movies alone is a good thing. Um, yeah, and it was a pretty good speech, but I don't think I delivered it that well. But anyways, that was my that's that technically I'll say that's my least date, my worst date story. Yeah, I don't have any like particularly bad story. I just you know, you just, there's nothing. Honestly, there's nothing of note where it would be interesting for me to tell. And that fair. sounds like a cop out, but really, it's like at worst, it was just like yeah. Honestly, just tell that high school story again about the time you got that stuff stolen. Yeah. <laughs> just, Did anyone comment about how that was like the worst story they've ever heard? No, because it was a good story. <laughs> just <laughs> and the way you just said it there didn't sound cool, but it was cooler than the actual story. You said stuff which sounded like maybe like a laptop or something like expensive. It was a Mountain Dew. <laughs> you got that stuff stone. You got that dew stone. Yeah. Yeah, the needed that thief. dew. Yeah. Um. So I guess, well, if that's all we have to say about it, we can leave it there. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe I'll have a worse story at some point in the future. So someone asked that question again yeah. in two years. Yeah, we'll see if the second date, if I get a second date, goes horribly wrong. I'll give everybody an update. Um, so this next one, this last one comes from Matt's, Matt, Sir Severino, Matt Severino. We're going to say that. Uh, if you could have dinner with any director, who could it be? Or who would it be? Um, I've been asked this a few so, times, but well, I want to hear your answer. Are we going, like, dead or alive? And mm -hmm. if they're dead, are the directors dead when we have dinner with them? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We're going dead or alive, but we're not doing that second thing. <laughs> <laughs> they're well. They're in their prime when we have dinner with them. Oh, okay. This is a question I feel like I could have sent earlier. Yeah, it's a thinker. You go first. I'll think. Um, about it. I'm gonna say uh, David Lynch. He he makes me laugh. I think he's so funny, and he's so interesting, and I I really do feel like it would be a great dinner with David Lynch. Um, it's either him yeah. or, and I'm trying to think of now like dead, like legendary directors. I wouldn't want mm -hmm. it to be like a very like renowned, like iconic, not to say David Lynch is an iconic he is, but like, I wouldn't want it to be like, 
like Alfred Hitchcock or something. Because I just I'm not. I need someone like kind of goofy and self-aware, right. and I feel like David Lynch is that. So honestly, Christopher Guest too. I feel like Dinner with Christopher Guest. Even though actually, I take it back. He said in an interview that he's not funny outside of his movies. So I'm just gonna say David Lynch. Okay, I got it. Here we go. Elaine May and Mike Nichols. Wow. I honestly, okay, I saw it coming, but I... I the comedy team. That would be... I feel like because you adding your... Whatever you your input would be, would be such a funny... <laughs> it would be a great... Although I would totally be bothering Elaine May about talking about Ishtar. Yeah, I honestly, I feel like she... What do you think Elaine May thinks about like the Ishtar fandom? Do you think she like likes them? I'm sure. Yeah. Because the thing is, I think Ishtar, she liked that film. I think is objectively pretty good, and it really, like, again, is this weird case of a studio tanking their own film for various mm-hmm. interpolitical like reasons. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. So I mean, I because again, I don't think Elaine May thinks it's a bad film. Uh huh. She just so yeah. So it's just kind of a weird one, but I think maybe it might be a little bit of a sore subject because Ishtar was the reason why. She was not able to direct another film until right now. Yeah, but that's exciting because we're getting a new Elaine May film soon. That's actually so. And I'm gonna. I still need to finish out my Elaine May and Mike Nichols filmography. So I think that's what in the next like by the end of next month I want to have seen all of their films. Wow, cool. That's my plan. I'm gonna watch one of her films tonight. I've decided before I go to bed. I just decided that I think it's gonna be. Let me get it. I've already seen. You should. I want you. I want to know what you think of Mikey and Nikki. That's a good film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the. That's like the first leaf. one on my list. Yeah. A new leaf. That's the one because I think she's in that one. So, yeah, she she does some acting. Um. Anyways, so that is gonna do it for questions. Thanks for asking. As always, uh, these mm-hmm. were these were some fun ones this week. Um, got to talk about my one night stand. So. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that. Um, lastly, we'd like to, well, not lastly, I always say that on accident. We're going to read a review. This one is really funny. Um, before I get into it, I will say like we, we read a review every week because we want to encourage you guys to leave reviews because we like to know what you think about the podcast and what we can improve on. And, uh, we also think it helps us in the algorithm. Uh, this one comes from Jeffrey Jeff, uh, says the best podcast for welders five stars and it reads so informative on the art of welding covers a variety of welding techniques and applications and never ceases to be entertaining and educational i highly recommend for all weldites and weldettes stay welding (laughs) i am very convinced you have something to do with this but i i do not at all (laughs) and in fact we have only ever even mentioned welding one time we have at all yes yes (laughs) When? Do you remember? Uh, it was with my brother because one of the gifts I bought him a few years ago uh, when oh, I would yeah. buy him a bunch of gifts was a welding mask. Yep. And he thought that was useless until he had my dad break out like the welder's glass part of it and send it to him so he could watch the eclipse. <laughs> and it turned out to be an amazing gift. Wow. So good for you at the end of the day. Even though you've yep. probably So I have purchased already. welding equipment, yes. Yeah. Well, interesting. Uh, someone really remembered that bit, so it's all we could ever ask for. Um, um, okay, before we like do our last finishing thing, um, 
I do have one thing I want to bring up. Okay. And this is just like, it's just a quick, you know, idea for maybe a, an episode soon. Okay. Uh, so I went on Chartable recently. Okay. And I was looking up like our stuff. So I typed in uh, Karst. Okay. I'm um, scared. And there's actually another podcast with a very similar name. What what's it called? It's it's what I'd believe to be the current number one music interview podcast in Latvia. <laughs> it's called Karsts Karsts, which, as far as I can tell, means hot hot. Like like uh, you know when you would say like a song is like hot or something. Yeah. So it's, so it's just um, hot hot. Yeah. So Karsts Karsts, I see it now. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's like a Latvian hip hop music podcast. So and what are you? Implying? What I want us to do, I want us to reach out to the hosts of Karsts Karsts and try to get them to watch a Latvian film with us. That's, That's a really good idea. We have not idea. done it yet. I'm. Just, I want to be clear. This is something that I, I am just introducing this idea to you for the first time. But it sounds fun. Yeah, I'm down. That would be really fun. The reason I have to tell you is, first of all, you are also the co-host of this podcast, so I can't really go behind your back. But also, I think that you might need to be the one to send that to them so it feels more legitimate. Because they actually have more uh, Patreon subscribers than we do. Okay. So that doesn't surprise. Not a lot. It's actually yeah. like a pretty, re- like, like it seems like, you know, overall, pretty similar mm-hmm. size podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what I want to happen. I even have a Latvian film ready to talk about. I've seen one already in Latvian theaters. I was going to say, yeah, you went to the... Yeah, I saw Yelgava '94, but yep. there was a there was a Latvian war film that was that came out right after that. That there was a preview for for before Yelgava '94, and it looked kind of good. So we should watch that, is what you're saying? Yeah. So that's what I want to watch. Okay, I'm down. So I think that's you know that's a plan. We'll keep a plan. everyone listening updated if this comes to fruition or not. Yeah. Either that's... way, I want to watch that film for this podcast, but it would be cool to watch it with the hosts of Karsts. That'd be so funny. Absolutely. Awesome. We're going to make it happen. So, <laughs> All right. Back to the, the rest of our, our ender. Yeah. Ending. I will say, um, I guess before we get into Patreon, patrons, um, someone did suggest this, and I think we're going to do it, even though we haven't talked about it yet, is that we say what film we're watching in the next episode in the current Ooh. episode. Yes. That's and, a good point. And, you know, we, we have a guest on the next episode. I already told you this. I'm not yes. going to spoil it here, but we're very excited about it. I'm assuming I feel feel like everybody else is going to be excited. How do you feel about First Cow, Jeff? If we watched that, I mean, I would I would watch it if that's the question. Okay, all right. It's a, it's I don't <laughs> I, I would seen like, it yet. I, I refuse to watch that, but yes, let's do it for next episode. <laughs> cool. So next week we're talking about what uh, First Cow, and mm-hmm. uh, maybe another film. I this person sent me a suggestion to do a double feature, but we we. Well, I'll, I'll is the we'll... the second film gonna be Last Cow? <laughs> it's actually First Man. It's, it's, it's uh... <laughs> I was okay when you said First Cow. That reminded me that I actually really want to see First Man. I haven't yet. It's pretty. It's actually a really good film. It was. Yeah, so I, I think really maybe like if it's if that's available somewhere, maybe I'll watch that tonight yeah. or tomorrow. That's cool. Um. So yeah, next week we're talking about First Cow. It's I know it's available it's a video on demand. Jeff, I know it's like kind of pricey so i'm gonna just give you my amazon login and i'm gonna buy it and i'm gonna send it to you and then we're 
No one has to. Well, I have to pay, but like, it just makes it easier. Wow. Um, Thanks, Karsten. <laughs> just wanted to be do a good thing for my my friend Jeff. Um. So yeah, be on the lookout for that if you don't want to be spoiled. But we will still be giving spoiler warnings. Um. Cool. And with all that out of the way, we want to thank our patrons, guys. Like we mentioned at the beginning, because I'm gonna put a thing at the beginning. Um. We. <laughs> We, I'm like, we we didn't mention that at the beginning. We didn't mention that at the beginning. <laughs> well, we, we will. Uh, we really appreciate our patrons. Um, this podcast, like we basically run on our Patreon. Uh, you guys support us a lot and help make the podcast better. If you listen to this podcast on a regular basis, please consider becoming a patron because it really does help us in the long run. Um, and when you become a patron, you get exclusive access to bonus episodes, Q and A's, shout outs at the end of every episode, uh, Google Hangouts, which we should do soon, by the way. Oh yeah. And, or, uh, although now it's going to be a zoom meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I keep saying, yeah, it'll be a zoom hangouts. Once we realize that meetings. was way better. Yeah. And, uh, much more probably in the future as uh, when we figure out what to, what to do. Um, so Go on over to the Karscast Patreon. Yep. I'm pulling it up right now because I didn't have my it mom is a patron. Beforehand. Yeah, Jeff's mom is a patron. So just more reason to become one. The page is loading. So give me a second. Allison Grace, Annabelle Falk, Atticus Merwin, Boat, Dr. Aneurysm, Eden, Ethan Kell, Holly Edwards, Iron Tusk 93, Iva, Jacob Colness, Joshua Krzwicki, Josie Eiler, June Australian Winter, Liv Rob, Lucian Vecina, Martin Deff, Mary Lee Borslow, Moses Ox, Ready Steady, Ernie, Robert Burke, Sergio Palacio, Sofia Arieta, 10 Billion, Vegard Strom, Vera S, What's the Matter, Yoki Sasquatch, and Z, next week's film is Don't Mess with the Zohan. It's but <laughs> I love how it's the episode where we actually are announcing yeah. the film next week. Oh my god, that actually that is a funny. really like would be a funny film to talk about. Whoever, yeah, honestly, let's keep that in mind for future episodes. Whoever this is, I think you're very funny. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they have managed that to was, actually. That might have been the best one yet. Yeah, that was definitely the best one yet. Uh, so keep it up. We we. We think they're funny, even if sometimes we don't laugh. Um, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Uh, we already said everything we have to say. I'm going to yep. go watch another uh, movie and follow, drink some more wine. Yeah, follow me on other social medias. I'm, I'm trying to get to like a thousand followers on things. Yeah. I'm not really that close. I'm like a little bit close. You're pretty close yeah, on Twitter. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, Everyone follow Jeffrey Jeff on Twitter. Borslow on Twitter and, and the same on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I got to say. Uh, catch you guys on the uh, flip side. Catch you on the flip side. Flip side.